to, because you'll want to hear our next speaker, Erica Speed. I love that so far today we've talked about virtual and capturing all the data and all of that information. We've talked about in-person. And now we're going to talk to Erica about curating authentic spaces of diversity. I'm going to let her tell you what all that means. Uh, but Erica, we just decided we haven't seen each other in person since before the pandemic, which is a crime, I think. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see some of the stuff that you've been working on. I know you've been featured as an experiential designer in some a big publication. So I'm gonna let you take it from here. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm really excited to be here today and to kind of speak about something that I'm very passionate about and hold deep to my heart, which is curating authentic spaces of diversity. And um, just to kind of give a little bit of background about me very quickly, I serve as a managing, uh, serve as the manager of life programming for Forbes. And I also have my own event planning um, agency, which is called the Creative Artisan. And I, where I focus on curating spaces of authenticity and purpose and connecting people in meaningful ways. So this is something I'm very passionate about and very excited just to kind of share and kind of get people's minds thinking about today. So, um, Things that I thought that would be interesting to kind of speak to this event would be defining what diversity is, expanding inclusion, thinking outside the box, and then also leaving a little room for Q&A. So with that being said, I'd love to um, go into hearing like what people think diversity is. And as always, it's one of those words that people kind of check off a box or think that they have in their mind about what diversity is, but I'd love to kind of hear from the audience some things that people think that diversity is and how that's kind of executed across the board. Hey, Ed, great to see you in here. Looking forward to seeing what other people have to say in the chat about diversity. I think it's such a big word that people just say so many different things, and so I always am fascinated by that. That's definitely creating belonging. <laughs> That's huge things as well, too. And so while people are kind of thinking about that, I'll kind of allow more comments to come in, such as Variety. Thanks, Dia, for sharing that, too. And we'll kind of just keep that chat open throughout the context of what I'm talking about, because I think this is something that would be fun just to kind of hear what people are inspired to think about as we kind of go through. But according to the global diversity practice, diversity is any dimension that can be used to differentiate groups and people from one another. And in a nutshell, it's about empowering people by respecting and appreciating what makes them different in terms of age, gender, ethnicity, religion, disability, sexual orientation, education, and um, my slide is being hid for, for that last part, but I can't read, but you can get the gist of what that kind of in, entails. And so as we kind of think about like what diversity looks like, I would love for people to kind of share like some good things that they've seen like that have been done in diverse ways at some events. And I'm gonna go into something a little bit more from there. Great, great Facebook user for, and getting input from various groups. That's something I'm definitely gonna highlight later as well too. All right. So while people are continuing to think on that, I'm gonna move into expanding inclusion because that's another big buzzword that we kind of hear a lot about. And I'd love to hear some ways that people have been, have seen inclusion kind of included in events and kind of also talk about how and what that looks like in this day and age, whether it's virtual or if it's in person or just, um, just in a common workplace as well. 
Heather has a great point about knowing the broader spectrum of voices and perspectives the better and intentionally working to have that representation. That's an excellent point and something I'm very passionate about kind of speaking to as well. And so one of the things I thought I would highlight are some of the traditional ways that have been thought of when people think about what expanding inclusion kind of looks like. I think a lot of times people look at diversity and um, inclusion as kind of checking off a box, like they have to have a certain ethnicity. They don't really go deep, uh, deeply diving into what that looks like. They just kind of, okay, we know we need this type of ethnicity on this event, so we're going to check this box off. Another thing that people tend to kind of do is to go into the same wells of people. So they find one person that they like and they use that person to kind of represent the whole view of a certain ethnic group or a certain grouping or community. And that's not necessarily a good way to kind of look at diversity and inclusion either. And um, another thing is when you are creating events or creating any type of moment where you're wanting to kind of expand and dig deeper into this area, you also have to look at the pool of decision makers that you have that are looking um, into the selection process, whether it's um, picking speakers for an event or whether it's creating activations for an event, just also kind of really looking into that. Is everybody that's the decision maker on your, um, everybody that's the decision maker on your your executive committee, or does everybody look alike? Is everybody like-minded? You know, do you have any diversity of thought that's kind of operating in that space? So those are kind of some of the traditional ways that people have kind of just kind of hovered over into that space. So I wanted to kind of challenge people to have expanded ways of thinking in that. And so on the right-hand side, you'll see some things that kind, of, kind of trigger to that. And one is expanding beyond the traditional box set and entering other subsets of diversity. So what that looks like is just kind of, you know, thinking about like, yes, I may have an African-American person on the panel, but what other, how, how deep can I go into what that looks like? What other subsets is it, exist in that? You may have somebody that is uh, covering a certain disability. Um, how are, are you servicing other disabilities like within that as well? So just really kind of challenging yourself to think a little bit deeper into what that looks like and are you really being inclusive or are you just kind of having that mentality where you're just kind of focusing in on one box? And so another expanded way of thinking is going deeper into the well and operating in a discovery mindset. So kind of if, if that's not an area of your zone of genius or where you live, um, you might want to just go into those pool of people that you tend to kind of rely on to be the voice of your diversity box, so to speak, and ask them who are the, who are the people that they are looking into? You know, what are they, they're peeping in? And just kind of just going deeper into the pool and just kind of expanding your way of thinking into looking at what, at what diversity could look like from that angle. Because if you're always just kind of operating and servicing from your same mindset, you're going to continuously do the same thing you're doing and you're not really servicing the community in which you may want to reach or um, doing any activations that are kind of doing being innovative and challenging and people in different ways and kind of helping to kind of move that ball forward. And another expanded way of thinking is just including diverse sets of people into your mix of decision makers. So if you are a key decision maker where you're kind of, you know, I know a lot of people like to work with people that are like-minded because that's the safe zone. That's where it's best to kind of like operate and service from and you can just kind of get things done a lot quicker, but it's good to kind of challenge yourself in ways of making sure that you have other decision makers are part of your team that may not look like you and they may not think like you. So those are kind of ways that you can kind of have expanded thinking into how you approach diversity and inclusion and creating authentic 
ways of connection within your event space. So with that being said, um, another, let's see, I'm looking at my notes here. I want to make sure I didn't miss out anything for that. I wanted to hear if anybody has been inspired to kind of maybe think of things on the spot that may um, be creative for that. And I also wanted to kind of share some other things too that I didn't have room to highlight on this list, but you can also, um, you want to think about supporting different learning styles when you are having events. You know, if you are a visual learner, you may want to challenge yourself in thinking of other ways of how people learn in different ways and make sure you're having people that are inclusive of helping you think outside the box in that way as well. Another thing is you want to make sure that you're servicing both introverts and extroverts. Um, I know a lot of times, you know, I always call myself a socially antisocial introverted extrovert. So especially working in events, I can live in kind of both spaces. But you want to make sure that when you're having spaces where people are supposed to be connecting, that you're servicing both types of people at your event. So it may be having something fun at your point of registration. You may want to kind of have something like a color-coded label that will kind of have people to ask different questions or kind of get the ball rolling to help kind of get people more talking and more inclusive that way. You always want to kind of be thinking, I think, ahead of the attendee journey and what that looks like and how you can kind of make that more innovative and refreshing and non-traditional in ways that people um, can connect in deeper ways. And um, something else that, like even with your activations that you have at the event, just kind of thinking of ways that you're servicing different disabilities and other different people like within that space as well. And you also want to be aware of things like food allergies and restrictions. I know that people tend to want to serve the same kind of things with food. And I love the speaker before me. I thought Tahira had great um, shares from that as well, too. But just kind of really kind of being forward focused and just having dynamic opportunities to kind of really just always be including people um, in different ways. So next, we're going to move into thinking outside the box. And so I'd love to hear in the chat some ways that you've thought outside of the box. And as you've heard me kind of share some things that hopefully may have triggered some ideas for you, I'd love to hear some examples of things that you can maybe do to think differently. The thinking outside the when I say thinking outside the box, that's a good that's a good one, Dia. Yeah. So it's more so kind of like thinking outside the box of like your mind of like you know I think a lot of times people tend to just kind of operate from how they they think. So I think it's kind of good to kind of challenge yourself in different ways for for that. So I'll give a few more examples for that. Um, I'll wait for a few more examples for that, and um, let's see. Contribute to the Taxi Talk Wheel of Belonging. Oh, Jennifer sharing that too. I have to see what that is too. That sounds like something that's right up my alley that I would love. But yeah, Dia, exactly. Don't um, don't think that there is a box. Just think beyond the you know color outside of the lines. I know a lot of times when children are growing up, you know, you're taught to kind of think inside the lines and the color inside the lines. But there's beauty in coloring outside the lines, and there's so much discovery that can happen in that. And so I think this is really key that you also kind of look into things like that as well. So feel free to continue to share examples and, and if you think of anything in that. And if you have any q and I'm open to Q&A in the comment box as well. But in conclusion, I just wanted to kind of share some key takeaways and things that maybe you can take with you as you're kind of looking into this idea of curating authentic spaces of inclusion and diversity within your events and within your day-to-day -day walk of life and spaces. 
you really want to think about holistic diversity and what it means in your situation and really kind of challenge yourself in thinking about, is this something that you are fully executing and how can you challenge yourself to kind of grow beyond that and to go to the next step, next step and next level? You want to think beyond ethnicity. You want to kind of think and do deeper dives into all of the different types of diversity that exist and make sure that you're kind of aiming to service those different um, metrics in different ways. You want to examine who your decision makers are. You want to make sure that you're having different um, thought leadership within those circles of people that are thinking about what diversity and inclusion looks like within an event. And if everybody looks the same, that's a decision maker, you want to challenge yourself and to move beyond that. You want to look for fresh and innovative thought leaders within the space and don't just continue to swim in the same pool of, of people. There's people that um, are servicing in many different ways beyond the same people that you may continue to go out to. And those people that you do go out to will probably we think it's really thoughtful of you to kind of ask them for their opinion of people that they can expand beyond themselves as well. So that's another um, good takeaway. And if you aren't sure about something, seek to be inclusive by authentically asking others who may not be represented for their thoughts. That is something that you know people love to talk about themselves and people love to kind of be asked about things that kind of take them off their guard a little bit and to kind of think in creative ways. So just kind of challenge yourself to do that. And lastly, just be intentional about what you're wanting to create in an authentic way. That's where like the magic happens. So you want to be purposeful. You want to be intentional. You want to be authentic in how you're approaching um, curating spaces of authenticity, authenticity and diversity. You really want to make sure that you're approaching it from a way that if you were a member of a different community, that you would feel included in an authentic and meaningful way. So that's a really a kind of a good way just to that old golden rule of treat others how you would want to be treated. And sometimes it's just some, such a simple act as that. It's just kind of taking yourself outside of the box of that. So with that being said, I think I have kind of covered what I was going to cover in that. I welcome any questions and thank you all for your time and attention. Thank you, Erica. I love that you're talking about diversity in a diverse way. We've been talking about it yesterday and today, and I guess you probably knew from the agenda, but of course you had to write being intentional about diversity. And we just had the session with Tahira. So thank you so much for that. Uh, someone says proposing different types of activities, reggae class, hair braiding, henna hand painting, really thinking outside the box. And really this comes down to knowing your audience as much as it, I mean, it's nice to say, you know, all these things, we want to be diverse in all these ways, check, 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 check. But like, is it so that you can say you did it? Or is it because you know your audience and certain things will speak to that? We talked yesterday about neurodiversity and thinking about, you know, how your attendees like to learn and, and how they process information. All of this stuff really matters. So thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. Yeah, no problem. This is great. I'm really enjoying the event so far and all the shares. I'm taking lots of notes as well. So just grateful to be a part of this community and to be a part of this event. Yeah, you've been with us since the early days. We were talking yesterday yeah. about like planner crawls and all that. <laughs> so yes. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So our next session is.